Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark. It's day 1,504 since we came back on the air. Any news? Um, good morning to you, too, Grumpy Gus. Who got up on the wrong side of the bed today, and why? I bet I know why. This is about Susa, isn't it? Yes. They're teaching that pack of dogs how to do silly tricks in addition to the guard dog duties, which I was also not happy about. Oh, I saw them working with the dogs the other day. It's so much fun. They're all having just the best time. Yeah, this is what I would call enrichment. Something to break the routine and keep the dogs playful and motivated. It's also good exercise for them. Some of them are getting older, and these behaviors will help them stay mobile as they age. Yes, yes, I get all that. It's just... I liked it when they were semi-feral. Now they're almost all the way back to fully domesticated. There was just something so inspiring about watching them go from pampered lapdogs to fully independent beings capable of forging their own destinies. Now they're begging for treats. I get where you're coming from, Max, but there's another aspect to this I don't think you're considering. Which is that it's gotten more dangerous out there for them now that wolves and bears have been spotted in the area. Everybody is competing for food, and our little dog pack was never going to make it against these wilder predators. That's also a good point, but I can see the benefits and still mourn my loss, can't I? Of course you can. Just don't take it out on Susa, okay? I wouldn't dream of it. It just seems so unfair that people can just bend nature to their will. I feel like nature should fight back harder sometimes. Well... That's an interesting point of view, but people have been doing it for thousands of years, and we owe our very existence to the fact that we're able to. And it makes for some interesting historical events. Oh, like what? I'm thinking specifically here of the Danish protest pigs. Protest pigs? What did they do? Carrying little signs that said, Down with ham or oink if you hate bacon? <laughs> no. The pigs weren't the ones protesting. This goes back to the 19th century when Denmark and Prussia couldn't make up their minds about where the border was between the two countries. They fought a couple of wars over it, and it changed hands a few times, but in the 1860s, the territory was in Prussian hands and, as a kind of petty revenge, put a lot of restrictions on the Danish people living there including prohibiting them from flying the Danish flag. That is kind of a penny move. I'm sure the Danes weren't very happy about it. They weren't, especially the farmers. So they decided to hatch a rather interesting plot. Through a series of crossbreeding experiments, they wanted to create a pig that looked like the Danish flag. Wait, isn't the Danish flag the one that's basically just a white cross on a red background? That's right. So that simple design made this fairly easy. They just needed a pig with a red coat of fur and some white stripes in strategic locations. They called it Protestschwein, the Danish protest pig. And that caught on? Like people noticed and cared about it as a form of protest? Oh, yes. It became, as one author called it, a snorting symbol of Danish cultural independence. Huh. Well, you learn something new every day. With luck. I mean, I try to anyway. But getting back to your original point, Max, people can do all kinds of things to manipulate the natural world. 
and has historically sometimes been good and sometimes been bad. I think in the case of the protest pigs, it was mostly neutral from an impact on nature point of view. In the case of training, or in some cases retraining those pups we've grown so fond of, it'll be a good thing for everyone involved, and we'll just have to rely on our memories if we want to think about their brief encounter with wildness. I agree with all that, but I'm still kind of bummed about it. This is one of those things that we talk about sometimes where I don't necessarily want to get all the way back to our old way of life. And we get that. I think this was very much a necessary evil, though. And I know you understand that. Life just has a lot of nuance, you know? It sure does. Okay, well, that's why I'm grumpy. But don't worry, listeners. I'm sure I'll get over it soon. For now, though, I'm going to go play with some dogs. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Agnes Drew, and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.